It's the biggest deal ever. Rockstar Games' parent company, Take-Two Interactive, plans to purchase the legendary mobile studio Zynga for a record-breaking price within the gaming industry. And rumors are pointing to From Software's next game, and it might not be what you think. All this news and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gaming News Weekly. We are the best weekly video game news show out there right now, and we're bringing you the biggest video game news there is. My name is Erect the Red, joined as always by Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you today? Oh, doing good, man. Um, yeah, it's it's been a long one. I think we're both feeling it, a little rundown, but we're gonna ramp that energy up to a. 11.5 on a scale of 10. Yes, dude. As soon as I hit the record button, I was like, I got just energized. <laughs> I said, who needs sleep when we got news? You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. Uh, who needs sleep when we got video games, too? I was talking about how tired I was, but I'm not going to go to bed. I'm going to go play video games. Oh, right? Yeah. That's the Same way here. to go. You doing it? You playing anything good? Are you still trying to get that? You're trying to get that, that pain, aren't you, still? Uh, not as much as, uh, lately, uh, for one important reason, I, I gave in, um, you get a lot of credit, uh, Xbox Game Pass, or at least a PC Game Pass is now something that I have. Um, nice. So, Halo Infinite campaign, I, I got a start on it, and I, I keep wanting to find time to play it more. Yeah. Have you, are you enjoying it so far? Pretty good. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if you, if you played it, but, uh, or how far into it you got, but, uh. It's like supposed to be like an open world in the campaign. I think I just made it to that point, so I'm maybe an hour and a half in. I haven't really experienced everything there is, so I can't really say much about it. But I mean, what I did play, I enjoyed quite a bit. Nice, yeah. I gotta, I gotta give it a shot. I, like I kept wanting to play it, and then I was like, maybe I need to play from the beginning of the Halo series. I don't know the Halo oh. stories, but then I was like, dude, that's a lot of gameplay. I don't have time for yeah. that. So that take you a while, but I mean, you can do it because every single one of them are on the Game Pass. That's the reason that it's like in my head. I was like, you know, that's the problem with these streaming services. They, the completionist in me feels the need to always go back to the start. And then I never set out. It's the same thing with like television shows. When like a, a new show is starting or a new season, I'm like, I'm going to go back and watch it from the beginning. And I watch oh, yeah. like two seasons out of like eight and then i never get to the new stuff that i was hoping to watch you know it, it's yeah it's tough i gotta you know i gotta get past that uh that little bit of ocd that i have about uh have, completing everything but and as a video gamer that's it's not good to have like when you're playing oh, yeah. like an open world game dude i get anxious about these open world games that have like so much to do because i'm like dude how am i gonna how am i gonna complete all this so I'm starting to get better. I'm just like I'm just like I'm just gonna go and do the story. And that's it. But um, speaking of that, like so, I've been playing more of that Guardians of the Galaxy game, and it's funny because every time that you go, like I like to go look around because there's like you know um, whatever their credits are or whatever laying around, and like you could find different skins and that sort of thing. But every time that you go off the course of the like the story, the campaign. The other characters start like making fun of you and start hmm. saying like, "Oh, there he goes again!" Like he has no idea what he's doing. He's just off yeah. thinking we have all the time in the world to be doing this. And I'm like, "Shut up!" Like, I'm, there's obviously like a big pile of 
credits over here or, or something. I'm like, this the board was built for me to traverse this way. Stop yelling yeah. at me, Rocket. <laughs> but uh it's just it's it is funny. Every time every time it happens, like, oh there he goes again. That's pretty good. I've never heard of a game that like shames you out of it's out ridiculous, of 100% dude. It. Yes. Um, but it, it is fun. I've been enjoying that. And I just told you about just a second ago, while we're talking about games we're playing, Wordle. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. A word game. Browser based. Check it out. It's the new it's the new hotness. Alright. Uh well even before we move on though, you try any of the other Game Pass games or did you go right into Halo? Just into Halo, that's all I've had time for, but um I plan on I wanna try Horizon or uh, Forza Horizon five. Mm-hmm. Uh that's, that's on my list. Game. Gunk looked good. I mm-hmm. wanna try that out. Uh, but yeah, there's like I mean I might go back to Fallout Four, or Skyrim, something like that, just because they're there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll dig Forza. That's a I mean that's a fantastic racing game. But um, yeah, that's exciting, dude. You got uh, you're doing it. You're uh, and that's a good deal. That that PC Game Pass was it ten bucks? Um, yeah. You know, that's... just just one dollar for the first month, which was great. Yeah. Yeah, and and then like you could always keep finding deals and stuff like that. And even if you unsubscribe for a little bit, they'll reactivate that one dollar deal at some point, you know, and uh, you could get back in at that at that rate. So yeah, very cool. All right, let's move on. Let's get this show on the road. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. Speaking of PC gaming, uh, we had uh, a few ports now. Um, First up, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, it w- this was initially a Nintendo Switch game. This got ported over to PC on January 12th. So um, it was been out for the Nintendo Switch uh, since March. It's the sixth installment of the Monster Hunter series. Uh, it's a co-op game. I don't know if you're familiar with the Monster Hunter game dynamic, but it's pretty much like it sounds. You go and you hunt monsters. Yeah. And then you take their bones and their skin and you make cool weapons and armor and stuff like that but um yes one to four players um i'm hearing that on pc since the visuals are um were initially made for the nintendo switch it's not the best looking of the monster hunter games but yeah the gameplay is supposedly the best out of all of the installments of monster hunter so so that's really cool I never got into the Monster Hunter series. I, you know, I get like uh, anxiety about killing um, these helpless uh, creatures that are out there just oh, yeah. trying to survive, and I'm like, "Give me your bones!" Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I didn't play the official Monster Hunter, but I played that free to play Dauntless, and I'm told that it works in a similar fashion. Yes, yes. I've also, yeah, I played that Dauntless. Monster Hunter is very, very similar to that. I would say more, um, you know, just refined. Um, hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, very, very similar hook. You're just out there killing innocent creatures to try to uh, make stuff with their skin. You know? That's for you. Check out the, the PC version of Monster Hunter Rise. Another huge game that just got ported over to PC, God of War, the 2018 PlayStation um, title. Now, this is getting great reviews. It came out January 14th, and already they're saying that it looks even better better than it does on the ps5 like they've really upgraded the visuals now at a you know on your max pc settings if you got the all the bells and whistles they say it looks beautiful but even with a you know just an okay um pc they're saying it are it looks better in a lot of ways than um 
PS4 and, and sometimes PS5. Mm. Like the shadows, I guess, are a lot more shadowy and, um, you know, like dust and particles and stuff like that. So it looks really cool. But, um, yeah, it's got 4K, 60 frame per second, ultra-wide uh, support for, you know, for those ultra-wide people. I don't know. That was a weird uh, way to say that. But, um, yeah, it's out there. It's it's a good, you know, it's good to see that they didn't mess around on this port. You know, they, they Sony hired the, the studio. They bought a studio just to work on their PC ports. And uh, everything I'm hearing that they didn't skimp on it. And it uh, it's a great uh, version of the game. So if, you, if you've never had a PlayStation or if you've never played God of War, I definitely recommend it. Um, I never finished it. But all this talking about it makes me want to, I got to go back in and, and beat up some more people. Oh, yeah. You ever play it? Hadn't played God of War. Um, always saw it though. Uh, I, I try to follow it when it comes out, like the new ones. But um, yeah, I'm lost on that subject. Yeah, yeah, I definitely recommend. It. Especially now, I think you get a lot of places for like ten bucks every once in a while, you know. But it it's a great game. But yeah, I got I got to get back in there. It's just a lot. It was it was a lot. It was a big game. All right, and the last one on our new releases list: Shadow Man Remastered. Uh, this just came out for the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox X on January 13th, and comes out for the Nintendo Switch on January 17th. Now this is uh, it's a it's a game from 1999, based on a Valiant comic book character, which I mean in the late 90s Valiant comics was, you know they were a thing, they were a big thing. Um, but this, for some reason, this game, people loved it. And I've never yeah. played it. Have you played the Shadow Man game? I did play it. I mean, it was back when it came out. Uh, so it's been a long, long time. But I played it uh, until I got stuck. I don't know. Kid brain. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so, like, I was looking at the trailer for the new released remastered version. And it's, you know, so it's a third-person action-adventure game where you fight demons and do these puzzle solving and stuff like that and like the remaster does not look great i mean it looks on par with maybe like the gta trilogy remaster yeah <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i guess like it's not about the looks for this one it's about the gameplay nah. and and for some reason people love it yeah that's the hook for switch in general isn't it it's not yeah. about the looks yeah, exactly. This is one to, to get on the Switch. I don't know if maybe the Xbox uh, X version of it is going to do any uh, favors, but it's out there. Play it where you want if you want to relive this 1990s comic book superhero. And there you go. All right, that's our new releases from last week. We, we actually had some, so that's a plus. Now, granted, yeah. they've all been games that have been out previous, previously, but... You know, we're moving in the right direction. All right, let's switch gears and let's talk about our news of the week. Possibly the biggest acquisition in video game history. Take-Two Interactive is buying Farmville developer Zynga for 12.7 
billion dollars. Holy jeebs. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, we thought it was big when Microsoft purchased Mojang and Minecraft, but this is even larger. Dude, when... Yes, Microsoft just recently bought, like, Bethesda for, like, half of this. (laughs) It's crazy. But now they, uh, you know, Take-Two is now... They got Farmville. They got Words with Friends. They got High Heels. I don't even know what that one was, but it was listed with these (laughs) other games. Um, But from what I've read, more than having this... More than having Zynga's lineup of games, they're excited to have a company to put take two's products takes two's titles out there as mobile games yeah they basically said let me read this little thing there's a quote from take two they said we see tremendous untapped potential to bring take two's renowned console and pc properties to mobile a high priority initiative that will be energized by the addition of zynga's leading development publishing and live operations teams so, I don't know what what they're gonna bring to mobile. Maybe like uh, I'm assuming probably GTA, right? Like, is that is there a mobile version of that right now? Uh, the new trilogy, the remaster, that was all like <laughs> mobile ports. Really? Um, yeah, essentially, and they used a mobile developer to do it. So, I mean, they could have used Zynga for that, but it sounds like from this that that. Zynga's purpose will be more to, like, take existing franchises, maybe like Bully or Max Payne or whatever else Rockstar has touched, mm-hmm. and create new versions of that for mobile. Yeah. And, I mean, we've seen that I mean, mobile gaming is huge. Like, just like just recently, like, PUBG was the highest gross... PUBG Mobile was the highest grossing game of, like, uh, November. And then... Like, Pokemon Go made $5 billion in a year. And it's yeah. just, like, so there's definitely money in mobile gaming. So, take two, maybe they're not as dumb as they look, you know? Yeah. I hope, they, I hope they're not after that trilogy, but that's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the thing. They're like, all right, well, this game looks like a mobile game. Let's just double down. And we'll put it out there, uh, make all our games look like this. Oh, put them yeah. on mobile. Easy peasy. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the first step in this in this relationship, in this acquisition, um, is. What the, the first title we see come out um, of this. Or maybe this is all just a ploy to get, uh, you know, Farmville, the DLC, Ooh. into GTA yeah. 6. You know, maybe GTA we'll 6 we'll do, slash Farmville. We'll do Far- Farmville 4K. You know, bring that to mm-hmm. the PS5. Ooh, wee, dude. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. My aunt would be crushing it. She's on there. Oh, yeah. She's all just sending Facebook uh, messages to everybody to try to get more Farmville bucks. That's a thing still, Absolutely. I'm sure. All right, let's move on from that exciting acquisition and talk about Another exciting thing, possibly a new Armored Core game. Um, so, from software, the people behind Dark Souls and Elden Ring, and initially Armored Core, um, put out a consumer survey recently. And, and basically, it was a survey asking people's, you know, looking for people's uh, 
um, feelings about a possible new Armored Core game. And in it, they had a description of the game, screenshots, and then like two 30-second videos of this potential um, Armored Core game. So they... um, all the screenshots that they that they showed were watermarked. So like, I'll try to include them here in the video, but they they look like crap. Like they um they definitely have like these lines on there, and they're not to be really you know shown around, shared with everybody. But um yeah, it, it's it's interesting that the the videos I guess were of a boss fight and like um in world gameplay in like a snow area. Have you ever played the Armored Core games? Not since the days of video game rentals. Okay. So, I mean, the last one that we got was from 2013. That was the last Armored Core game. So, I, you know, I I played one, yeah, probably much earlier than that, I think. I don't even know what system it would have been yeah. for. I'm but, thinking PS1. Um, I think there was, like, a demo even on one of the big demo discs. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But basically, so... Um, Here's a little the little description of the game. Let's see. They said Melange, an unknown substance that could dramatically advance human society. In the past, the substance caused a cosmic catastrophe on planet Bashtar that engulfed the surrounding star systems, and eventually its very existence was lost. Decades later, the Melange reaction was confirmed again on planet Bashtar. In search of the unknown substance that should have been lost, various speculations begin to swirl. Various parties are getting involved. The government, corporations, cultists, and unknown mercenaries. The protagonist is one of them. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. Get get your Armored Core pants ready. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, but yeah, no, the the game in the in this description it's described as a third person shooter mecha action title that lets you move around an overwhelmingly scaled map that represents a unique sci-fi world with dynamic mech action. Uh, and supposedly this sci-fi world was created by Hidetaka Miyazaki himself, the um, the big brains, the big guy behind the, all the From Software games that everybody loves. Um, you know, he's the director of Dark Souls and Elden Ring and that sort of thing. So he initially got his start on a uh, Armored Core game many years ago and has always wanted to go back. And they've rumored that, you know, they're not done with this title and they want to get back to it. So from everything I'm hearing, you know, while it's not official, it seems like, you know, once Elden Ring comes out in um, about a month, um, that this may be the the next game that they're going to focus on, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it then, after you know the, the Elden Ring buzz dies down. So yeah, you excited? You you love your Max and stuff, dude. I see yeah. I see you. See, I would pick it back up, but I gotta know if if it's gonna be like the old PlayStation One game I played, or if it's gonna be like did they learn anything from titles like Titanfall, some of the Gundam games since then? Is it gonna be? It's gonna feel new. That's yeah. what I'd need out of it. Yeah, it'll be, uh, my biggest thing, the takeaway from this is, would it be, they've done these, like, every From Software game that's come out recently has had the same kind of feel. It's always that Dark Souls-style game. Now, would this be a Dark Souls-style game set in space with mechs, or would they change up that style entirely to try to, you know, create something new, something different? But, I mean... 
it works. Like, you know, those those Souls games are very popular. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what this, this game is. But, um, yeah, I'm sure we got we got a while before that uh, we get any further information. But the fact that they have screenshots and, and video and stuff like that already, you know, who knows? It could be sooner yeah. sooner than we think. That's promising. Yes. All right. Next up, let's talk about what Sony and Microsoft are doing regarding their last-gen systems. They've got very different plans from one another. So Microsoft recently made it official. They officially announced, I guess, that they stopped manufacturing all their Xbox One consoles uh, in 2020. So it had been rumored that they were going to be stopping, um, and they officially said that they did. The system itself is discontinued. They're no longer going to be making it. They're going to sell through what's out there and then focus on the Xbox Series S and X. Now, Sony just recently stated that they initially planned to end their PlayStation 4 production uh, at the end of 2021, but has since changed their mind and is now going to be creating uh, an additional 1 million PlayStation 4s in 2022, stating that this is to fill the hole that, you know, is out there, the PlayStation 5s. So, very interesting take on both things um, about how they're they're doing this. I, I guess it's dependent upon, you know, who could get... I'm assuming that the chips that are needed uh, in each computer are different enough where, like playstation 5 they can't get the the product they need to make that particular system so they're like all right well we'll make this playstation 4 and then as far as the xbox ones they're just like all right well you know maybe they're so similar that they're just like all right we're done with this entirely let's focus on what we can do and that is make these um the xbox x and series s i don't know it's all speculation but that's what we're good at speculating yeah, yeah it's a uh, it, it comes back to a topic that we've talked about not that long ago um, sort of, are we letting the old generation die out? Is it, when is the time? Uh, because this is kind of unprecedented. It's not been like, you know, you usually have a, a shortage on the new consoles during Christmas of their release. You don't have that two years down the road. So th these times are kind of unprecedented. And I think a lot of developers are kind of pushing to keep things on the old systems and some are giving it up. I, I read somebody said for one of those games, um, like the new generation is the only generation for it or something like that. But I mean, you're going to lose out on a lot of sales because yeah. people just can't find those new consoles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it is very interesting. And, and um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, and it also does point out that, I mean, Xbox has always been really amazing at its backwards compatibility to the point where like, you know, um, the, the older, um, Games you don't need the older systems to play most of the time, you know. As far as the PlayStation games, you can. I mean, it's a it's a little different, but I mean, PlayStation yeah. Four games you can play on the Four. Um, can't play PlayStation Five games on it, obviously. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's interesting that both where they go. But I have been seeing a lot of people just excited to get. They can't like they've given up on PlayStation Five. Tons of cheap games out there now available on the PlayStation Four. So they've been just buying those because a they're out there and b like there's a huge library of titles that they've never played um so yeah it's it's interesting and also it makes it's different in that like xbox series s's 
are seemingly readily available. They, they've come to the point where you can get those in stores most of the time. If you, you know, if you check like a website, the S is available. So, um, yeah, very different uh, ideas, but that's been that's been uh, happening more and more lately between the two. As far as you know, um, Microsoft's uh, introduction of the Game Pass and that sort of thing, and, and Sony moving in the direction of just acquiring different uh, game manufacturers and producers. So, yeah, it'll be um, hopefully it'll be all a moot point when we could all just get the PS5 and Xbox X readily. Oh yeah. You know, all right. Um, we've got a gaming news weekly news update here. So remember, um, back last year, I think in October, we talked about the truck that was carrying graphics cards that was stolen. Well, it has turned up supposedly. So it was stolen initially in California, and has ended up in Vietnam. And um, so there was speculation initially about where this was going to be going to. Is it, we, you know, we talked about it going to like uh, mine cryptocurrencies and like, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And, and it turns out that it ended up being um, purchased, I guess, uh, allegedly purchased by a major PC components retailer in Vietnam called Kong Gwyn, um PC. So... Some, I guess, basically what what the, how this came about was somebody bought one of these graphics cards at a, a cheaper price from this retailer, uh, went to go register it, and saw that it came up on the banned list. So, very interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things I thought uh, reading up on this story was about that um, that place in Vietnam, that that store. It sounds like it's sort of like a fries or a micro center. Uh, one of those types of stores, maybe not as big as and grand as a Best Buy mm-hmm. uh, here in the states, but um, it's it seems like they have a reputation for coming up with these very very hard to find and even harder to purchase uh, items like the even the Gundam series uh, thirty series cards um, GPUs. They they're able to get their hands on these things, which makes me kind of wonder where they get their stock from. Yeah, they got some some sort of connection out there in the. Uh... In the underworld, mm-hmm. or in the dark, the dark web. Um, yeah, very interesting. I thought that was funny. I, I like that we, you know, we had some sort of a, a resolution to that. We we had, we spent, we had a good laugh. We speculated, and now we found out that they are out there, and um, you know, don't buy a card from from that company because it's it's yeah. stolen, allegedly. Yeah. All right, and. Next up, a brand new Polish studio called Far From Home recently unveiled its debut project. Now, this is a studio that it's um, made up of a ton of veteran uh, game makers with you know credentials on a, a bunch of different games. And now they finally released uh, some information about their debut game. It's going to be called uh, Forever Skies. And I thought this was a very interesting um sounding game it's a sci-fi survival game about climate disaster now saying that it's just about climate disaster it's not like a you know a post-apocalyptic game that takes place in a in a world like this now granted it is that's exactly what it is but it's there's more to it so um 
let me read some information. So it's a first-person action survival game that takes place on a ruined Earth years after a massive climate disaster renders it uninhabitable. Um, And then it's expected to launch on PC and early access later this year with a next-gen console release to follow. Um, So not only does it sound really cool, but I love the you know, the, the idea behind it. Now this company, let's go far from home. They're not like just using this as, um, a basis, you know, a a part of their game in a quote from the studio says, um, they wanted to, um, make a game explicitly about the harms of climate change says that the ongoing indifference in society, despite observed changes to the climate from scientists has puzzled the team for some time. So with forever skies, they wanted to visualize what the future might hold. If humanity's current course is not changed. Um, and what's more, they don't want to stop at a visual visualization. They're adamant that the studio isn't just neutrally presenting possibilities. It's, it's explicitly trying to join the climate discussion on the side of those concerned about the issues and the world's response to it. So, um, very cool like that they're actually you know talking about this is like all right this is a game sure but this is going to be our future if shit doesn't change so i think that that might have been one of the the first times that's ever been done in a game like something like this talk you know and um something as big as climate change and as big as the future of our planet being represented in a game um so I just I, I I really thought that was uh, very interesting. Hopefully the game's good. Um, they yeah. they showed a little bit of a teaser about it where like you gotta there's these all these toxic clouds and you gotta stay above the clouds. So you're up in the you know you're up in the top of these high sky rise buildings and stuff like that. And I guess in the game there's gonna be crafting, base building, planting, research, and then climb and then and combat. So yeah. What do you, what do you think? You yeah. you you uh, um, like this idea? Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for a lot of those game mechanics, like good base building, farming, crafting, all of that. And from the screenshots that I saw, it looks pretty awesome. Now, I, I don't know if you're like never allowed to touch the ground, like ground is lava, but I do really like the idea of like you're almost in a boat. The way you're floating around in in this uh, like airship, you're almost in a boat, like going to different islands because the ground is so toxic. You're basically limited to buildings that are above the clouds. Yeah. So it, it's a really cool concept. Yeah, yeah, and it's and then once you like start thinking about it, and it's like it's scary to think that this, you know, maybe not our in our lifetime, but you know, in in the future, that this could be, you know, this could be the future for the Earth. So very interesting idea. Uh, I hope that they uh, pull it off. But like I said, these guys are they're veterans in uh, making video games, so. This is their first game, brand new uh, IP, which I love. Um, yeah, let's see, let's see what it's like. Hopefully, uh, we'll get some more information, some more video uh, uh, from from that game. You know, and hopefully, it won't be as uh, dire and uh, scary. Yeah. Could Our, could be worse. Could be Sim City. It could be. There should <laughs> do a Sim City climate change version, oh. where it's just like you know, everything just goes to shit monsters hurricanes everything at once 
Yeah, I haven't played SimCity in a long time. Do they ha- they have they have stuff like that, right? Where there's like natural disasters and that sort of thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think that, I played that's like, like when you give up one. on the game. Yeah, when you give up on your city, you just start to wreck it with all these. Yeah. Nice. Do they have like Godzillas that can come out and stuff? Maybe. Step Maybe the newer ones. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about a another game announcement. Now I know you're hyped for it. Avatar, right? And not oh, yeah. just Avatar, but an Avatar mobile game. Oh, but let's not stop there. An Avatar mobile MMORPG. Who isn't excited? Everybody, um, you know, now that you've taken that all in, calmed down, um, yeah. get hyped for this new Avatar mobile MMORPG. Uh, and you create your character. You travel the world of Pandora. You meet other Navi clans, and you battle humans. Um, right there, sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, in case it's not clear enough, um, this is James Cameron's Avatar, not the uh, Nickelodeon Avatar that people yes. would probably like a game for. Yes, good point. Now, yeah, that's yeah, good good point. We gotta we we didn't talk about that avatar anymore. It's all about James Cameron's avatar, the blue yeah. cat people, because like the new movie's finally coming out in the next year or ten, and then we you know this is gonna be it. We're gonna have Avatar jammed down our throats for like at least another year or so, um, and this is the start of it. This is a new mobile game coming to iOS and Android, and in it you can play it. You can play it solo. You can play it with friends. There's PvP modes. There's story missions that you can play with your friends. You can play it by yourself. All this stuff. Uh, they only released... So they have all this stuff announced. But then uh, they only showed us like one little piece of concept art. And that's it. So I don't know. Like, it doesn't sit well with me that like... This is all this stuff that you're going to be doing in this game. is coming out this year. Here's just a still picture of concept art. Not even from the game. So... We'll see. You can visit the Avatar Reckoning website to sign up for the beta. You can get more information there. Um, but, yeah, sometime this year, iOS, Android, get back into Pandora, baby. Put your hair in a horse's ass or whatever that was they did in that movie. Did you, You've seen those movies, right? Uh, I say everybody movies, saw it, movie. but nobody can remember it. Yeah. I, tr- I recently tried to go back. I remember really enjoying it when I saw it. I saw it. I saw it in 3D at the movie theater, and it was the most amazing experience. I was like, whoa, just everything is like, you know, all over. And I recently went back and I tried to watch it, and I'm like, man, it really takes a long time for anything to happen. And I didn't make it very far. So I would like to, uh, I'm going to have to give it another try to see if it's as um, good as I remember it. But I just remember one, like, that. The one dude in, like, one of those giant, like, mech things. I thought that part was yeah. cool. Um, getting back to our mech uh, <laughs> love affairs. So, yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I still don't know if the world's ready for more Avatar um, games or things, movies, anything, really. I don't know. We'll see. It was, like, the highest yeah. grossing movie for the longest it's time. But. Yeah, like, if, if a game is good, like, uh, you know, feels good, plays good... It's not as important, you know, the property it's based off of. Maybe it could even help people get into the property. That's true. Look at Shadow Man. You know? 
yeah. Shadow Man. I didn't know it was a comic book, but I, I, I'd check it out. I liked that game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this is, so this is like, then there's like some AAA Avatar games coming to the next-gen consoles at some point in the future, too. Um, so this is just uh, just the tip of the iceberg in, in Pandora. Um, but yeah, that's it for our news. We did it. Did we miss anything? You got anything uh, newsworthy that you want to talk about? Nope. Mm, that was your chance. Nothing at all. You blew it. All right, let's talk about our newest content creator of the week. Now, names, you know, names say a lot. In this case, they're not true. This content creator of the week, the crappy gamer, is anything but. I mean, maybe he's not the best at certain games, but he is damn fun to watch. Um... He's a Brit, and he plays so many different games. Like, the hugest variety of games. And, uh, you know, he's got he's got his commentary out there. He's doing his thing. My favorite thing that he does, and I'm not even, like, so I, I've never been a Pokemon fan ever. But he plays Pokemon via the online uh, trading card game. And I sit there and I watch the whole videos all the time. Just, I love watching, I don't know, it's something about the competition of playing these games. No idea what's happening, but I, I'm def, I, I, I love it. So, it's one of my favorite oh, things yeah. he does. And then he talks, there's times where he talks about like why decks are better than others and that sort of thing. I learned so much and I, I, I know nothing about Pokemon. Until yeah. now. I mean, you know, I, I will agree with everything that you said about the content. Also, one of my favorite things that he does is he, he puts some time and thought into comments on Fruit Lab. And that is more appreciated than people probably think. Uh, because you put a lot of time. We all put a lot of time into our videos. And yeah. uh, when somebody actually, you can tell that they watched it, that they um, give a little bit of a crap about it, it's it's nice. Uh, he's a great member of the community for that. Absolutely. Stand-up guy, he's definitely yeah, shows interest and um, yeah, and let's let's show it back to him. Go go give him a follow, um, you know, wa- watch some of those videos, watch him play some some Pokemon uh, trading card game. I'm telling you, you'll be uh, you'll be in love. I don't know something something about it. I gotta I gotta have him tutor me. I gotta get into the Pokemon world. Oh yeah, but if you're not into Pokemon, watch any of his countless other videos. Like I'm telling you, dude. He plays. He plays in so many games, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, go uh, go check out the crappy gamer. I'll include his um, page in the show notes. Uh, give him a follow uh, and, and comment on some of his videos. He's he, he's always uh, out there doing the same for for everybody else. So, all right, that's it. What 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 do you got to add? Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to G4 TV since we talked about uh, their relaunch. I've been getting into their content recently on YouTube and Twitch, um, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I didn't watch I didn't watch the channel back in the day, mm-hmm. so I don't know who all of these personalities are that are returning. Um, but their game reviews, everything I've watched, I'm enjoying it. Nice. I got to subscribe to that that YouTube because yeah, I haven't I haven't checked. I've seen some like if I've stumbled upon it like and I, I've checked it out. But yeah, I want to I want to look at it more regularly because I do um, have fond memories of watching that channel. Um, you know, back at pre YouTube. So, oh, yeah. yeah, so that'd be good to check out. Good call. Um, all right. 
Well, that's it. Another episode in the books. My name is Erock the Red. Follow me on Fruit Lab. This guy's full clip. Check him out there. You could also check him out playing video games on a little a, a little place called Twitch. Uh, he is full clip underscore FL there. Um, if you wanna if you wanna see some fun videos uh, in addition to all that, go to Pop Culture Playground. I'm always talking about video games, movies, TV shows. Uh, this show uh, is on there. My um, other podcast, First Steps, is on there. And, um, yeah, and Fruit Lab. It, it, first of all, first go to Fruit Lab. That's where all the all this fun stuff comes from. That's the bread and butter of this oh, yeah. bad boy. Um, but if you don't want to do any of that and just want to listen with your ear holes, check us out on all the podcast services around the world. We're there. We're on every one of them. Gaming News Weekly, every week, bringing you that video game news that you need to know. Um, all right, that's all I got. This is your chance. Words of wisdom, full clip, go. I got nothing. Damn it, dude. You, you, one of, you're supposed to have a list. All right, thanks, everybody, for checking it out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Later.